0: It's day 49 of our 90-day challenge. The topic is Slow to Anger, Quick to Love. Be careful to do what says. then you will be successful. We are now in the book of Nahum. Everybody say Nahum. Nahum, the first chapter and the first verse. A prophecy concerning Nineveh. The Book of the Vision of Nahum, the Elkoshite. The Lord is a jealous and avenging God. The Lord takes vengeance and is filled with wrath. The Lord takes vengeance on his foes and vents his wrath against his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger, but great in power. The Lord will not leave the guilty unpunished. His way is in the whirlwind and the storm, and clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebukes the sea and dries it up. He makes all the rivers run dry. Bashan and Carmel wither and the blossoms of Lebanon fade. The mountains quake before him and the hills melt away. The earth trembles at his presence, the world and all who live in it. Who can withstand his indignation? Who can endure his fierce anger? His wrath is poured out like fire. The rocks are shattered before him. The Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him. But with an overwhelming flood, he will make an end of Nineveh. He will pursue his foes into the realm of darkness. Whatever they plot against the Lord, he will bring to an end. Trouble will not come a second time. They will be entangled among thorns and drunk from their wine. They will be consumed like dry stubble. From you, Nineveh, has one come forth who plots evil against the Lord and devises wicked plans. This is what the Lord says. Although they have allies and are numerous, they will be destroyed and pass away. Although I have afflicted you, Judah, I will afflict you no more. Now I will break their yoke from your neck and tear your shackles away. The Lord has given a command concerning you, Nineveh. You will have no descendants to bear your name. I will destroy the images and the idols that are in the temple of your gods. I will prepare your grave for you are vile. Look there on the mountains, the feet of one who brings good news, who proclaims peace. Celebrate your festivals, Judah, and fulfill your vows. No more will the wicked invade you. They will be completely destroyed. And that ends Our reading for today. You know, one of the reasons I really think it is important for us to read all of the Bible and for us to be challenged to read every book of the Bible is because the Bible is filled with difficult texts. And if we never wrestle with the difficult texts, we never see God in a new way. The topic for today is slow to anger, quick to love. It was the coldest winter day, and my night class ended later than expected. So I had to take the late train from Princeton and it wasn't coming for another hour. I thought about staying in my classroom for another 30 minutes just to avoid standing outside in the cold. But then I realized that the security guards might lock the building with me inside of it. So I hopped in a cab and rode the 10 minute drive to Princeton Junction. When I arrived, it was 1020. The train wasn't coming until 1120. And as soon as I stepped onto the track, two things happened. First, they announced a 15 minute delay. And second, I looked to discover to the left of me a waiting room that was locked for the night. That meant I had to stand outside in the freezing, chilling, pneumonia giving cold. It was so cold, my face turned into a Klondike bar. What would you do for a Klondike bar? All right, Sean, stay focused. No way in the world was I going to make it for another hour. I looked around for any sign of warmth. In the distance, on the other side of the tracks, I saw a long line of cabs waiting. I ran toward those cabs like the prodigal son returning to his father's house. The first cab driver looked at me with condescending, mean-looking eyes, but I didn't care. I was cold and I needed some heat. He rolled down the window. Sir, my train doesn't come for another hour. Do you mind if I sit in your cab for a little bit just to warm up? I, I, I will pay you if I have to. I could tell he was from another country. His accent gave it away. But he smiled after I repeated myself a couple times and said, get in. Sitting in that car was like hot chocolate on a Christmas morning. Heat never felt so good. And the cab driver, his name was Wisdom, didn't charge me a dime. The longer I sat in that warm car, the more I realized how fortunate I am. It was an eye-opener because many people catch that train every day and wait hours for that late train to come. Many people sleep under that tunnel every single night and wake up numb and hungry. Many do not have heat in their homes, and they are only making it because of a stack of blankets and a few considerate landlords. In that cab, I became convicted. Challenged and grateful. I was convicted for being ungrateful at times. I was challenged to do more as a Christian during the winter months. And I was grateful again that God is faithful. You see, it's one thing to pray for the homeless. It's another thing altogether to go to the subway and serve hot coffee and tea in the winter for no other reason except to express the love of Jesus through demonstration, not just proclamation. I became grateful again for the little things that I tend to overlook. I thanked God for a car in drivable condition. I thanked God for heat and air conditioning. I thanked God for gas money to keep the tank full so I can drive where I need to go. I thanked God for the house waiting for me after I got off the train. And I thanked God for the manifold ways God has protected me from the eye of the storm. Nahum was that prophet who announced judgment. On the Ninevites. Jonah was the warning, Nahum was the verdict. While Nineveh responded to Jonah with repentance, their apology was temporary. They were only grateful for God providing heat in the moment, but when they stepped out of the taxi, they went back to things as usual. Even still, the Lord was slow to anger and quick to love. One of the attributes we often overlook about God is His patience. God is long suffering. God does not react emotionally, if you will. Often, God waits and waits and waits and waits and waits and waits for us to get it. And then, God still gives us chance after chance after chance after chance. But Nahum teaches us an important lesson. Just like the parent who doesn't joy in putting his child on punishment, God doesn't rush to judgment. Eventually, there will come a day that God will have to make us turn in our keys. Eventually, there will come a day when God will tell us that we cannot go to the prom. Eventually, there may come a day where God will tell us to write, I will not steal the sugar cookie again from the supermarket a hundred times until we learn the lesson he's trying to teach us long ago. My arm is still hurting from the time my mother made me write, I will not steal the sugar cookie again from the supermarket. Today, let's learn to give thanks for all the things even the things that don't feel too good. Give thanks, not just on Thanksgiving, but every day. Why? Because a grateful heart is a godly heart. And the best way to build gratitude is to step outside of your convenience and sit in a position you've never sat in before. Visit an orphanage or a local hospital. Talk to people who are struggling in ways you have never struggled with before. Catch the bus. Or walk to work and see the world from the eyes of another. Today, make a decision not to complain, but to give thanks. Thank God for his long love. Thank God for the minutes and moments God used to get your attention. Here's a hard one. Thank God for his correction. Thank God for his loving correction, his compassionate correction. Thank God for the points on your metaphorical license that taught you how to slow down before you ended up losing your life or taking someone else's. This is a hard lesson, but it is a real one. God loves you too much to leave you where you are. He is calling you higher so that you can one day extend the same love that the taxi driver wisdom extended to me. Sometimes we only learn how to keep others warm after we've been standing outside in the cold ourselves. So what is your worship work? As God was with you, learn to be that with others. Be slow to anger and quick to love. What if the instruction to wear our masks to help keep others safe is a reminder that we need to think twice before we speak? Today, look for an opportunity to be a blessing to someone. This too is worship
1: Surely goodness and your mercy will follow are new with every day. You are slow to slow to Won't condemn us Or discard us Even when we've gone astray Your loving kindness Sweet forgiveness nay Pursuing us, you are slow. Hallelujah Your